What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, Brandon Scott. Today, we're going to react to Denny Avdi and Bilal Kulabali's media day press conferences. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Got my guy Brandon Scott with me, of course, and then the real Ed Oliver myself. Let's get to it. Continuing the media day press conferences. All right, so Denny, um, I'll, I'll ask you which quote stood out to you first. What uh, what what quote stood out to you first from Denny Obvious press conference? I'm starting out the gate, man. Um. He says, quote, unquote, I want to improve my shooting percentage and be a more efficient shooter from behind the arc. So definitely good news, man, (laughs) because obviously we say it time and time again, man, that if he can add a consistent offensive game, man, we are cooking with grease, man. Obviously, we know what he can do defensively, but, you know, you want to see him putting that work in now, you know, (laughs) You know, that, that's the biggest thing. I mean, that's the only thing we're waiting on when it comes to Denny. So that is definitely a quote that I like, man, because he's working on his game. Now, obviously, he worked on last year. You didn't see too much of an improvement. He changed up trainers. So we'll see, you know, how far he comes along. Uh, but, you know, with him getting injured and spending more time over here and putting time in the gym, you know, hopefully he works on it, man. Because, like I said, this is a big year for Denny, man, because it is a contract year. You know, I think that, we, you know, we were just talking about it. Uh, the deadline is around the 23rd of this month for contract extensions. Uh, you've seen some signed already in the NBA. So, you know, do they extend them before the season starts? It remains to be seen. He is a restricted FJ, uh, free agent after the season. So they still have the ability to match any offer for him. You hold his bird right. So, you know, they, they don't really have to. It could it could be one of those see how far he goes this year and then go go from there. But who knows? You know, he could he could make a big improvement to the point where they could work out a contract deal before the season starts. So we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see how the free season unfolds and we'll go from there. But, yeah, that's definitely a quote that I like, man, because that's the big thing about Denny, man. You know, if you ask anybody about Denny Alvia, what do you expect for him to change as far as the evolution of his game? A consistent offensive game and a consistent three-point shot. Because we were just talking about the last episode, man. Look, the defense are going to center on Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma. So Denny's got to step up and have that shot because there's going to be a lot of open looks for him. So it behooves him to find that open, you know, consistent three-point shot. Yeah, so – and we've heard this every year from Denny, talking about the shot improving. He talked about using both hands as well. So it, it I'm going to say it's a tape recorder, but it's something that, you know, we've heard from him time and time again each offseason – yeah. Each uh, media day, he's saying the same thing. So I want to see him to f- finally do it, uh, shooting the ball better and using his left hand instead of just using his right hand where guys are just, you know, stopping him from going left. And, you know, he kind of puts his back to the defense, bringing the ball up. So I want to see him improve on that. Finishing around the rim. I thought he did. I thought he improved last year, finishing around the room, rim, making layups. Still – needs to improve in that area, making layups, just dunking the ball, going up there and dunking and finishing strong. I think that's somewhere he's definitely still needs to improve. Shooting the ball, he got worse 
that was a weird thing about it because he got Drew Hanlon as a trainer. He got he regressed as a shooter. So yeah. that was odd to me. He shot 29%. He just has to shoot the ball better. And that, that is the X factor for him getting a new contract. You just can't be that bad of a shooter and 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 you know get a contract extension before the deadline. So I think that's something that they that Will Dawkins and Travis Schlank and Michael Winger want to see from him. Can he do that? Um, can he improve ball and his ball handling and just his offensive game? It's just so up and down and inconsistent. Yeah. So there's just a lot of improvement areas for from for him and just consistency. We'll see Turbo one week and then the next week, you know, he goes one for nine or something yeah. like that. Uh, so consistency is huge. Uh, he talked about that. That's what he worked on this summer. So he he knows what he needs to work on, and uh, we just need to see it happen in games. Uh, they asked him about how many Wizards coaches came up to see him in Israel this offseason, the trainers. He said two coaches came up to see him. Two trainers came up to see him. I remember the time where they told him not to play in FIBA. They were concerned yeah. about – can't remember whether, whether it was a groin injury or a hip injury. So um, yeah. the team is really invested in him. The team is invested in him still. Um, the staff is invested in him. They want to see him do well, do really, really well. This is a contract year. They told him not to go play in FIBA. He ended up not doing it. So he's done everything they asked him to do. So as far as working out, we know he's a hard worker. We've seen him on Instagram, putting up stuff on, on Instagram, posting him working out late at night after games. When he has a bad game, he'll stay up on, he'll stay at the gym and working you know, 11 o'clock midnight. So uh, I, I can never question Diddy's work. I think he's a very hard worker, but, you know, he's just got to do it. He's got to be consistent this season. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you, man. He's definitely a hard worker who puts in work, man. But, I mean, can't go off those videos, man. Ben yeah, Simmons has no. been hitting three points for like five <laughs> years now, man. <laughs> so, I mean, you just, we'll see. But, um, no, nah, I think he's definitely going to put the work in, man, because, he look, he knows. It's a contract year. He knows that there's a new front office, and he, he's got to step it up this year because – Again, the front office has no loyalty. You know, they didn't draft them. Mm-hmm. You know, they before they invest an extension, they got to see that his game has evolved. So, look, man, I'm rooting for him. You know, definitely I want to see him put that work in, definitely prove the naysayers, definitely come in and solidify himself. And who who knows? He could be a long-term piece. But he's got to be willing to put the work in, and I think he is. So um, another quote, he um, he said that he feels like he's been here three years, and but he's learned a lot. And if you look at the situation he came in, man, um, it's harder than – I'm going to say it was a tough situation because, you know, if you look at the situation of the organization then, you know, we had a mixed team of veterans and young guys where they were trying to compete but yet tried to bring young guys along, and that's hard to do. You know, if you look at his first year here, you know, under Scott Brooks, man, he was basically in the corner a 3 and D guy without the three. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's – you know. He, Scott Brooks, in my opinion, didn't really utilize him, didn't didn't uh, play him to his, his strengths. And um, I think that Wes is starting to. He knows that he's best with the ball in his hands, you know, defensively. Um, so finding the – utilizing his best traits as far as a player, I think is the best way to go with Denny, man. So, you know, he definitely learned a lot. I mean, he's dealt with a lot of personalities in D.C. since he's been here, man. You know, he's done so. Um, but it's interesting to hear him say that I've learned. Because, you know, um, what was the KP last year was known that they, they hung out together. They kind of had that, the European connection. Um, so, you know, he's definitely learning some guys who've been in the league for a while. So, but, yeah, again, you know, Denny, this is the balls in his court. He's got to respond this year. And so if I'm the front office, man, I'm probably going to hold. I, I, is the sample size of the preseason enough for me to invest a long-term deal? Who knows? I mean, like I said, 
what really is the loyalty of this front office to Denny Avia and, you know, Johnny Davis, Corey Kisper. But, you know, the difference is Denny's in the contract here. So before they invest long term, he's got to take that step forward. So if he doesn't preseason, who knows? But even then, even if they wait to the offseason, this organization holds all the cards. You know, he's a restricted free agent. So, you know, they still have the ability to retain him regardless. So, you know, we'll see. It's going to be a wait and see, I think, in D.C. when it comes to Denny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and nobody really asked him about you know starting or come off the bench. You know, of course, yeah. the big thing is you know him and Corey Kisper, who's going to start the small forest by you know just asking him how how he how he would feel if he started the season coming off the bench. I, I don't think he would have a problem with it. He's coming off the bench before. I just kind of wanted to hear that that question and that answer from him. Um, if he felt like you know he was like he should be a shoo-in as a starter or that he's ready to compete to start against Corey. Um, Another thing that he said, you know, you talked about the contract. We both talked about the contract year. He said, uh, for now, quote, for now, I'm just focusing on working out, just being Denny. He also said, quote, I think everything's going to take care of itself. Obviously, I love D.C., but we'll see what's going to what's going to happen, end quote. So uh, he loves being here in D.C. And, um, you know, he's just focused on working out and being Denny. That's all he can do is just control what he can control. Big contract year for him. Uh, he also said, "I'm." He's he said, "I'm hungry. I'm hungry to succeed, as well." And um, yeah, you, you brought up him being a vet. He's been. I think he's the longest tenured wizard uh, right now. You know, because he was yep. here before Coos. Yep. He was here before everybody else was here. You know, Johnny <laughs> is probably the second longest tenured wizard. So we don't have a lot of guys on the roster. There's been so much turnover with the trades and whatnot. So uh, yeah, he he basically is a veteran as well. I uh, said, so "I'm hungry to see. I really have a to and to really have a winning culture." Um, he also said something about Bilal as well. Yeah, he said, "Quote: Bilal is a great potential. He's long. He can slide his feet. I can already see me and Bilal switching into people and being the anchor for this team." So that gets me excited about their defense, like playing those guys together. I do want to see West play Bilal and Denny out there together. Absolutely. You know, if if Denny is a long term piece, him playing beside Bilal in the future, man, is very very intriguing man because again western Seattle is running a defensive system so you know we both said that it's going to be intriguing to see if they can find the pieces to implement the system and, and you know Bilal and denny defensively i mean that's gonna be a hard i mean let's be honest i mean i know we're going off the sample size of the summer league but i mean that's gonna be a hard lineup to score against with those two in the lineup man because again you know, I personally watched Denny shut down Giannis. I mean, can you re- you really can't shut down Giannis, but he kept mm-hmm. like twenty some points. But, <laughs> but I mean, you know, building a defensive team, I think they're right on their way to do that, man. So yeah, I think he's saying all the right things. You know, he wants to work on his game. He's hungry. You know, he he's got a dog in him. It's just mm-hmm. a consistent dog. You know, it's just it comes. You know, obviously, you know when he's playing well. You know, he's throwing the X up and he's excited. He's talking junk, and I love it. But when he's down, you know, you see a whole different player. So, you know, I think the biggest thing to look from, you know, as far as Denny, man, is just consistency. You know, keep that dog in you. Even, even when you're struggling, keep that dog in you. Keep that intensity. Don't let off, man. Don't don't take your foot off the gas. Keep that intensity. Contribute in other ways. You know, if the, if the shot ain't dropping, don't get down on yourself. Keep, keep pushing forward and keep that dog up. So, you know, that's what my expectations are for Denny going forward, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I like the things that he said. And I think defensively, him and Bilal could be a nasty deal. Just both guys with long arms, long wingspans that really like to move their feet on defense and play with intensity. Bilal looked good defensively in the summer league. I know it's the summer league, but he showed a lot of potential yeah. with the block shots, chasing down blocks, just his recovery time. 
rebounding the ball. So uh, Denny's a heck of a rebounder. So, yeah, they can wreak some havoc out there defensively. Of course, you know, you may not get much uh, firepower from them offensively, but yeah. defensively I think they could definitely disrupt some guys and wreak some havoc, uh, especially if, if you play them with the line out there. Do they really could be disruptive? But uh, we're going to move on to Bilal. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Um, shout out to Bird Dogs. They uh, sent us some stuff. I got my Bird Dogs box right here. Got a nice Yeti cup from them as well. Some nice shorts and uh, some nice pants. Getting ready since the weather's going to change. Uh, I wear my Bird Dog shorts and pants all the time, whether I'm going to play, yeah. you know, football, play basketball, um, going on a date, just anything out there, man. Bird Dogs definitely, definitely is very, very smooth. Um, they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricted cotton. Um, they're nice and they're slim through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. So they're just really, really smooth as well. So I wear my bird dog shorts and pants all the time. Uh, go to birddogs.com slash locked on XXX or enter promo code locked on XXX at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on XXX for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right. So let's get to uh, some Bilal quotes right here. So uh, one quote that stood out to me, of course, you know, we talked about him earlier saying that uh, Jordan Poole moved his locker room name plate next to his and they talk every day. He's been uh, teaching Jordan Poole French as well to start off. Um, but, yeah, one thing I'll, I'll let you I'll let you go first with uh, what you thought about with Bilal. Uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, he mentioned that he will play point guard, shooting guard, and small forward. And I got to be, I got to be a hundred, which man, um, I think point guards is something I don't want to see right now. Um, mm-hmm. definitely, I see him at small forward just because he's, he's, you know, he's currently a six, six and he's still growing. I mean, he's definitely going to be a force in the wing. Can he be a taller two guard? Absolutely. Uh, what, what are some few, uh, taller two guards? Devin Vassell, man. He's a guy that kind of that comes to mind as a taller two guard. Um, but you know, point guard not right now because his dribble's way too high right now. Uh, he still has to work on his handles. Uh, he has to work on vision. I didn't see a whole lot of vision in summer league. You know, mostly a you know score wing guys. So yeah, isn't I know they they said previously that they wanted to try him out at point guard, but you know how I feel about that, man. I, I'm just not a big supporter of trying to build a point guard. I mean, you either get a point guard or you don't. I just don't. You know, if, I don't think there's slim pickings right now where we have to kind of you know, forge a point guard. No, we have point guards. So don't worry about putting him a point guard. I think he's best served as a two guard and a small forward. But yeah, that, that that's one quote that kind of rung to me, man, Um, because he's very versatile, man. Kind of like Denny. Denny can play the, you know, Denny can play kind of guard one through five, you know, so Bilal, these two, like I said, it, if Denny is a long-term piece and Bilal obviously is, man, you know, these two could be a nasty defensive tandem especially if they find the offensive side, man, you know, because I know they compared Bilal to OG and Anobi, which kind of makes sense if you look at, you know, OG didn't come in the league lighting it up offensively. You know, mm-hmm. he kind of came along, and now he's a guy who, you know, you got to fear that three-point shot now when it comes to OG. So, you know, I think he will evolve. But if you get both of these guys offensively on cue, this is going to be, and especially other factors, but those two are very intriguing going forward, man. But Bilal – at the point guard, I, I ain't feeling to be <laughs> not right now, man. Right. Yeah. And and he's also said uh he's been working on Blau said in, in the presser, he said he has been working on his shot and handle post summer league, talking 
like you talked about, he said he's comfortable defensively, looking forward to play the one, two, and three. Uh, You know, just looking at the summer league, you know, the handle was really, really high at times. He got ripped by Jarrett Walker, lost the ball sometimes here and there as a point guard, had a couple turnovers. But he made some really good plays, some good passes, got to the basket, got to the free throw line a lot. I like how he got to the free throw line and got downhill. Um, Not not necessarily playing a point guard, but they did let him play the, you know, bring the ball up and initiate the offense. Uh, so, yeah, and you look at some of his his tape and highlights at um, playing with Wimbanyaba for the uh, whether the 92 or something like that. That's the name of the team. Yeah, uh, there were times where he definitely handled the ball, brought the ball up, led the fast break, did that at times. But, uh, yeah, I don't see him right now being ready to play point guard. If he does play in the G League, like what's until junior brought up, you can experiment and do that and just see how that goes or after the trade deadline when you possibly trade DeLon and Tyus or whoever may be traded, you can just experiment and let them run the one with the second unit coming off the bench or maybe even to start off the game. You'll see just how that goes. So there's a lot of experimenting you can do with the young guy. So, you know, he's so young, 18. Yeah. Um, he said he doesn't even have his driver's license yet. He used to take the train in France. Can't do that in D.C. because, of course, they're, they're going to recognize you and everybody's <laughs> going to come up to him, either ask for an autograph or just bother him, stuff like that. So, um, he talked about that experience. So, um, but yeah, I mean, at the one or the two, I think that's something that they may want to try developing him with if he does win the G League and then try it out here after the trade deadline. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I, I don't really want to see it though. I mean, because to mm-hmm. me, I don't see a reason to try to make him a point yeah. guard. Yeah, he, you know he's what I mean? Not, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, I just don't see why we need to forge him into a point guard. I mean, we have point guards. You know, it's not like that situation. It's kind of like I think that's why that was that was my biggest problem with the Johnny. whole Bradley Bill running point last year, which is he's mm. not a point guard. You know, we kind of to my to my humble opinion, I think that they kind of set him up for failure because Bradley Bill went a point guard, but we kept forcing that, and it's just you know, the same thing. Johnny Davis, I don't think Johnny Davis is a point guard. You know, put him in a position where you can utilize their best traits, man. You know, stop trying to forge something. You had look if you want to get point guard minutes. Give it to Ryan Rollins. I mean, Delon, you know, Delon Wright's there. You know, I just I don't see the point of trying to forge him. You know, I definitely see him at a wing and a taller two guard. I mean, you know, in the future, man, you know, you know, Denny's at the three, Bilal at the two, and then who knows is at the four at the time. I mean, you you have the nucleus of a defensive team. So I don't want to see him at the point. I just I don't I don't see the point. <laughs> no, no pun intended <laughs> of him being on point. I just I just don't see it, man. I don't really because I don't think we're in a situation where we have to kind of make a guy into a point guard. You know, there's, there's sometimes you have a guy who's an athlete, right? You kind of hear that in football all the time. A guy's an athlete. We can kind of see if he can evolve to a certain position. But, you know, he's, I just don't think he's best served as a point guard. I think that put him on the wing, put him on some of these guys. He's got the size. He's not – you mentioned it earlier. He's 18. He hasn't even hit his – he's still growing. I mean, that's the scary part. With his wings right now, he's still growing. So I don't see that – a fit at point guard. I, I think wing is that to me, wing would be the best fit. But mm-hmm. if you want to play him a two, you know, there are two guards who are taller two guards. So I think there's a fit there, but keep away from the point, man. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was funny when they drafted Johnny Davis and Woj tweeted that Johnny Davis was the point guard and Tommy Shepard said Tom, uh, Johnny Davis is a point guard and Wesson so Jr. didn't say that. You know, he didn't necessarily agree with that. So we've seen how that's played out so far. But, um, yeah, I think you can put the ball in his hands. I wouldn't call him Bilal point guard, but you can, you know, you see him do the pick and roll, run the pick and roll, yeah. initiate offense. But, yeah, as far as a full-time point guard, 
Definitely don't see that at this point. Um, but, yeah, I can see him as a three and a two. Just got to work on his ball handling. So that's something that he definitely really needs to improve on because the handle was really, really high uh, yeah. at times with uh, against in the summer league. So that was that was concerning to me. But he improved throughout the summer league and calmed down with turnovers and made better decisions throughout the summer league. Um, but, yeah, he, he's young. It's going to be a slow developmental process with him. So I'm really, I really want to see how West develops him and how uh, Will Dawkins, what, what plan they have. Uh, for Bilal coming up. But uh, we're going to talk about um, just a couple injury updates and um, some things that we learned today from pra- well, from the uh, practice with injury updates. Uh, but before we do that, we got a quick word from Brandon. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's right. Just a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action now, like now. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player pops, over and unders, and play. Um, oh, man, I forgot. So visit the FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Yes, sir. All right, so real quick. Before we wrap it up today, uh, Josh Robbins tweeted out that Denny Abdia participated in a portion of the Wizards opening training camp practice today, missing some segments because of back tightness. West Sunset Jr. said, as expected, Daniel Gafford with an elbow injury and Landry Schmetto were held up because of their injuries. Um, Denny had back tightness, so uh, is there any concern level that you had with Denny moving forward? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, we already touched base on Daniel Gafford being out, man, with the lack of depth of center and Shemet, and obviously we don't want anybody to be injured, but you know, especially with him being a vet that we kind of say that is holding up minutes for young guys. But you know, looking at Denny, you know, this seems to be kind of a reoccurring thing. You know, these injuries here and there. Um, last year, I, he, I got to see how many games he played last year, but he had a a healthier year last year. But you know, he's got to work on that, man. I don't, I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know what. What, what the cause is is the conditioning is it getting the weight room but um i don't know if it's diet but you know young guys you see and it's not just denny man you see this with young guys man you know um you know people talk about zion with you know his weight issues you know young guys you know you don't see a lot of young guys really putting a lot of money in getting the chef and getting you know you know eating right and stuff like this but you know to me it's just you see always just kind of injury issues with denny every year right um uh, so i kind of want to see him kind of stem that get you know Get healthier, work on, you know, trying to get his body right because, you know, this is his year, man. So am I am I concerned overall? I can't take another one. <laughs> I mean, you know, we was kind of in the Denny real quick with the injuries, man. You know, I can't because once we get another injury, man, then it's going to be interesting to see what this starting lineup going forward is. But, you know, Denny, I think it's going to be a long-term injury. And I kind of think that um, Gaff and Shemette should be back by the opener. Now, if they're not, then that's a whole other subject. But I think we should be all right. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, I'm not concerned yet. It's still early in the game. We haven't hit preseason yet. But, you know, we'll just kind of try to stem these injuries, man. So I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned yet. Yeah, I'm not concerned yet. Uh, Denny played in 82 games in 2022, played in 76 games in 2023. So he's been pretty durable. It's just the start of the season. He comes in injured. Yeah, you know, he, got, he was injured playing FIBA, played through an injury, had a slow start. 
uh, last year. And then uh, the year before he came back from the broken ankle uh, before uh, the playoff, right before the playoff, or really kind of before the Wizards went on their run with Russ and um, Bradley Bill, he had the, the, the nasty ankle injury. Yeah. So he kind of starts the season coming off an of injury. So that's the only thing with him. But uh, he's been pretty durable for the most part. But, um, yeah, I'm not too concerned. I think Gaff will be ready for the first game of the season. Same, same thing with Shemette. We'll see. Um, but the center depth is really bad right now. We just don't really have any center depth. depth. So um, that's that's the biggest concern with me. But uh, I think we'll see what happens with Denny. We'll see if he plays in the preseason. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, it's, it's tough to really see who's going to be available for the, the opener against uh, the Pacers because – you know, very well, this injury could be closer to two weeks than the four as far as Gaff and Shamet. Like I said, I don't want, I don't wish injury on anybody, but Shamet is kind of that player where it's like he's holding up minutes. So maybe this time, you know, maybe with, uh, Johnny Davis take this time to kind of showcase a little bit. But, you know, Gaff, that, you know, the, the lack of depth in the center position is a little alarming. You know, rebuilding or not, you still want to field a, a somewhat competent team. And you know, you don't want to, you know what I mean? You want to have, depth and positions you know rebuilding or contending and i so i definitely think that maybe they need to add another player at the center position there's still some folk out there man you know um bismarck beyond still out there you know there's still some guys out there who can solidify depth at the center position but as far as denny like you said overall the regular season he's been very very durable so you know i don't want to say that you know there's a narrative that he's injury all the time as far as regular season but like you said he kind of comes into the season with with injuries here and there so you know i may maybe tweak you know, workout program, make it work out earlier so you get your body right for this time of the year. Just tweak it here and there. You know, I'm not too worried right now, though, overall, because I think he will be ready. So, yeah, but like I said, I don't, I don't want to see any more injuries, man. <laughs> because once you add a couple more, it's like, oh, Lord, you know, how we rolling, man. But so, but right now, I'm not concerned. I think we're good to go. We, we definitely have the personnel to let people kind of get right, get their health right, and then we'll go from there. Yes, sir. So we're going to wrap it up, and uh, next episode we're going to do some more uh, media day press conference. We're going to talk about the uh, Wizards City Edition jerseys as well. We just want to thank you guys for listening and making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell as well. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.